Welcome to the Community United podcast produced by Sherburne County Area United Way. I am your host and executive director, Kat Sarf. Each week we chat with local nonprofit leaders and community members that are creating an impact locally and let you know how you can too. So let's get started. Hello, neighbors. Welcome to the Community United podcast. I am your host, Kat Sarf, the Executive Director for Sherburne County Area United Way. And today I have my co-host, Jim Boyle from the Star News. Say hi, Jim. Hello, all. And then we have an excellent guest on today. We have Lori Schultz. She is the Executive Director for TriCap. So she's going to tell us about all the amazing things that they do. Um, so welcome, Lori. Hi, thank you so much for having me today, Kat and Jim. Excellent. So we are so excited to have you and hear about all the amazing things that TriCap does. But first, we always like to ask a little bit about you. So tell us a little bit about Lori, um, where you're from, a little bit about your, your background, those kind of things. Okay, sounds good. Well, I have had the privilege of being the executive director of TriCap, which we're a community action agency for the past 10 and a half years. Prior to that, I worked for a different community action agency in the Wilmer area. And so the majority of my professional career has been helping people get out of poverty um, through a variety of different ways. Uh, my background is in social work. I'm a graduate of St. Cloud State University. And um, let's see a little bit about myself. I'm married. I have four kids. Uh, they're all adults. I'm soon to be a grandma Yay. in another four weeks. Very excited about that. Yeah. My my husband and I, we live um, just outside of Malacca. Uh, so we live in Malax County, uh, but we're right close to Sherburne County and travel that way um, very often. Very cool. Very nice. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you in our area. And it sounds like you have quite the quite the background of expertise. You had mentioned a little bit about what you guys do in, in your opening remarks. Um, I'm interested in knowing more about your mission um tell me about what your organization does because as i look at your website you do a lot in a wide range of things so what are you kind of in generally focused on um in terms of what your mission is yeah that's a good question so tricap we are a community action agency and we were uh, I will say, born in the 1960s with President Johnson's War on Poverty. There's a community action agency in every county in all of the United States. Mm -hmm. And most of the community action agencies have what's called a federal designation, which designates what counties they serve. For TRICAP, that is Stearns, Benton, and Sherburne counties. So those are our three primary counties. A lot of times I hear, well, what does TRICAP do? Mm -hmm. Well, we do so many different things, and it's all geared towards helping people meet their basic needs. Our mission of TRICAP is to enhance and expand opportunities for the economic and the social well-being of our residents and our communities. And so the services that TRICAP provides might be very different than the community action agency in Southern Minnesota because their needs might be different. But for us, 
Our primary programs that we serve include the Energy Assistance Program, which is a program that helps people meet, um, pay their heating bills. If they're in a crisis situation, we can help with disconnects. We provide furnace replacement and repair services, as well as some financial literacy coaching, information, and referral. We also have like weatherization services, and that's a sister program to energy assistance in which um, we help people get their homes more energy efficient. That's the best way to say it. We use local contractors that go in and do an assessment of the home. And typically what we're doing in those homes includes um, a lot of um, insulation, blown insulation, bypass sealing. Uh, we will um, test their furnace, their water heaters. We can do replacements and repairs of those types of appliances. We can install um, AC units as well. Again, it's all towards helping that um, home uh, be more energy efficient. We also have programs such as emergency housing. So we help people who are in a situation where they have no place to live, or perhaps they need transitional housing where they are gonna need some time to work on whatever barriers they have. We'll provide rental assistance and provide them also with a case manager to help them meet their goals, to get back on their feet and be self-reliant. We have a program that helps displaced homemakers. And those are people who may have had two um, adults in the household and the primary wage earner left, whether that was because of a death, a disability, or a divorce. We help that homemaker with pre-employment skills. We provide training and coaching to help get them back into the workforce. We're also a provider of the tax assistance program during the tax season. So we have tax clinics in Sherburne County, our tax clinic as at the Sherburne County Government Center. That's where we have volunteers that'll come in and they will prepare um, people's taxes for free. Uh, let's see here. Then um, one of our other biggest programs, two of our biggest programs I like to talk about is our public transportation program. So a TRICAP is the public bus for Sherburne County. And that's usually what I hear from community members <laughs> that they know us for because they'll say, oh yeah, Lori, I've seen your bus driving around my neighborhood. So public bus system, we operate in Sherburne County. We provide public bus in Elk River, in Zimmerman, in Big Lake, and we we go into um, Otsego and Monticello. This is a service that I like to talk about where there are no income eligibility guidelines because the majority of TRICAPS programs do have some type of income eligibility to them. But the public bus program is for everyone. It's just like if you were to go to the commuter train station and go into the Twin Cities and then hop on the blue line, you buy your token or your fare and, and you go where you need to be. That is TriCap Transit as well. We are for the public, whether you want to get to work. Uh, you want to get to the grocery store, uh, to the hairdresser, you know, wherever it may be. We transport children as young as three years of age um, all the way to the elderly population. And so currently in Sherburne County, our public bus services operate Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And I'm really excited to say in February, we started a Saturday service from 8 to 5. Wow. And so I'm going to put one more 
Yes, it's great. And we have seen just a significant increase in ridership since we started a new route that is more flexible and fluid that goes from Elk River into all of those cities that I talked about. Mm -hmm. um, we're really getting a lot of people to work that yeah. uh, wouldn't have been able to do that before. We do a lot of preschool children transportation. So we get those kiddos to and from, either it's their daycare provider or sometimes it's their home to their preschool. And so it has been just fantastic, the response that we've gotten from the community. And I only see that growing as more people find out that the public bus system is for everyone because that is the other myth I hear is that Oh, I can't ride that bus. That's yeah. not for me. That's only for, you know, um, seniors or whatever. It's not. It's for <laughs> everyone. Um, and so that's one of our largest programs by far is the public bus program. But mm -hmm. we also have another transportation program, and it's our volunteer driver program. This is where TriCap has dedicated volunteers who use their own personal vehicles that transport our clients to and from mostly medical appointments. Um, it could be, you know, appointments where they need to go see um, their social worker at the county or they need, um, you know, just transportation to different appointments that they have. So our volunteers drive them where they need to go. And our volunteers are growing, excuse me, driving across the state. They will bring people to Rochester, Minneapolis, you know, Duluth, wherever, if that's where their medical appointment is and their funding source that's paying for it has approved it, they go a long way. And in order to keep those volunteers, some of the incentives that we have is we provide our volunteers with mileage reimbursement for every mile that they drive. Uh, and that's from their door to the time they get back to their door. We also provide a $4 a day startup fee. And then if they have to travel over the meal times, we will offer a meal reimbursement as well. It's a fantastic program. Here's the challenge that TriCap has. We need more volunteers. So today I'm really going to put a plug in for anyone who is over the age of 21 years and they want to give back to the community. You set your hours. You set the number of rides you want to do. You set how far you want to go. Meaning if you want to stay in the Elk River or Sherburne County area, you can. But we simply need these volunteers. And so at the end of our interview today, I'm going to make sure I give the contact information for anybody that wants to ride our bus or they want to know more about our volunteer driver program um, or anything about TriCap. And I want to put a plug in for one more transportation program that we have. And, and that is TriCap has a donated car program. This yeah. is where people can donate their cars to TriCap. And then if there's minor repairs that need to be done on those vehicles, TriCap will pay to have those done. And then we resell them at a very low cost to a household who doesn't qualify for a conventional, conventional auto loan. And they really need transportation because public bus is great but it isn't going to meet all of our transportation needs because it does isn't 27. It can't go to some geographic areas. So there's limitations to it. 
And so we do have a donated car program. And then we have what I would say is a heightened program to that, which is a lease to own program. Last week, I was at Cornerstone Auto that right there in Elk River and TriCap purchased three newer vehicles. These wow. vehicles are just spectacular. And what we do is we do a lease to own program. And this is for, um, you know, people who might have a little bit more expendable income, but they still might not be able to qualify for that conventional auto loan. So we work with them to do a lease to own option with these vehicles. It's, it's just a fantastic program. And so again, we're putting in a plug because we currently have three vehicles that we're going to be looking to do on that lease to own program. I just said a lot in a little <laughs> bit of a time, in a little bit of a time, yeah. but if you, if you can see I'm tongue tied because it's, it, we do so many different things at TriCap um, that it's sometimes hard to, you know, wrap your arms around. Mm -hmm. um, but everything we do is about helping people and changing their lives. And we're successful because of the fantastic funding partners that we have, but also the collaborative partners such as Sherburne County Human Services, uh, the United Way of Sherburne County, mm -hmm. Lutheran Social Services, Big Brother, Big Sisters. I mean, I can go on all of the fantastic other nonprofits and human service organizations that are out there. We all work together to wrap our you know, arms around the needs of the community in general. Yeah, well, it's on my mind. Just I think you mentioned and you'll come back to it, but for those services like the the busing i'm thinking someone a first time user how are they going to access that service is it a phone call that they call is it the website that they go to uh what if if they just find themselves all of a sudden in in need of uh, being transported what's the quick answer as far as how they get a hold of that service oh that is such a fantastic question so tricaps public bus system it's is what's called a curb to curb service, dial a ride. So what that means is anybody who wants to ride our bus calls into our dispatch center. They talk to the scheduled dispatcher about, you know, where they want to go, what time they would need to be there, what time they'd want to be picked up. The dispatcher is going to ask them some questions, get some demographics. They're going to answer any of the questions that that potential rider or current rider might have, you know, such as, do you have any accommodations that you need in terms of, you know, will you need um, assistance with your wheelchair if you are wheelchair bound? Um, will you have young children with you? Um, they'll explain this is what you can expect when the bus arrives. They just go through and answer any questions. And I really encourage first time passengers um, to let our dispatchers know um, if it's their first time and they're a little apprehensive because our bus drivers are fantastic and they're going to go the extra mile to make sure that that new passenger feels comfortable with riding our bus. So the curb to curb situation is, um, so we don't have any fixed routes. 
a fixed route is where, for example, Kat, you would walk down to the corner of 10th and Monroe Street because there's a bus shelter there and you wait for the bus to come and then the bus drives up and you get on and you put your fare um, or your token or your money in and you know that bus is on a route that goes to Walmart, right? That's mm-hmm. called a fixed route. Yeah. TriCap doesn't have any fixed routes. All of our routes or services is based on demand. And so when people call in, our scheduled dispatchers are checking our mapping systems, they're checking the bus availability, because our bus goes where people are. And we go to your curb. That's what that curb to curb service means. We pick you up at the curb and we drop you off at the curb where you need to be. Uh, starting June 1st, you might be wondering, well, how much does it cost to ride your bus at TriCap? So starting June 1st, we have some new fare prices. And so for an in-city ride, so that would mean you're staying within the city of Elk River. It's a $2 one way. And let's say you're going from Elk River to Big Lake. That's what we would call a rural ride. And that was is $4 one way. If you're a youth, age three to 18, it's gonna be a dollar for the in-city ride and $2 for the rural ride. You can, a person can pay, either put your money into our fare box. The drivers do not give change. So it's really important that you have the correct change or you can buy our tokens in advance. And we sell our tokens, or I should say Coburn's Grocery Store sells our tokens for us. So you can go to any of the Coburn stores in Sherburne County and go to the customer service area. And that's where you'll be able to buy TriCap tokens. If for some reason you're a listener and you live in Mille Lacs County, you can head on into Teal's in in um in Malacca, they sell our tokens mm-hmm. and Coburn's in Princeton, they also sell TriCap tokens. Very nice. Do you so, know if Otsego Coburn's does? Otsego um Coburn's does not. And here's I think a really Im- important component is we have a fantastic public transit provider who is our partner, who is the transit provider for Wright County. And that is Trailblazers. Mm -hmm. And so um, what we do, TriCap, what we do is we transport Sherburne County residents and we can get them to, you know, into Target in the Otsego area. We're gonna get them into Monticello. Um, Mm -hmm. However, but what we don't do is we do not go into those cities that are outside of Sherburne County and pick up their passengers because they have trailblazers. And so trailblazer will do the same thing. They're going to provide the transportation for um, their county residents. And at times you may see a trailblazer bus in the city of Elk River or Big Lake because we're so close. Yeah. Um, together. So that's one of the things we try to do is stay within our territory. So you will not find tokens at that store, unfortunately. Okay. 
So Lori, I wanted to get back to something that I um, heard recently you talk about and somebody else talk about and um, declined calls. So I wanted you to get into that a little bit um, because everyone's like, why don't we have more transportation? Why aren't there more routes? Why aren't there? Uh, why isn't there more funding? So talk about the declined calls part of that. Yeah, that's a really good um, uh, point, Kat. So um, how public transportation works is 85% of the funding comes from the Minnesota Department of Transportation. And with that, each year, a transit agency creates and submits a service design plan. And as part of that service design plan, um, we you know, we say to MnDOT, here are the routes that we want to have. This is the backup documentation that justifies why we want to have these routes. And it's typically the number of ridership, but it's also about the number of um, potential rides we had to decline because, A, we didn't have that service in that service area or our bus was too full and we had to, you know, deny that ride. And so that's really important because people will say, well, I, I called one time, Lori, and I wasn't able to get the ride that I wanted. So I'm, I'm not going to call again. Please don't do that um, because our, our transit services and the, the design changes almost every year. So if that happened to you a year ago, we might be able to provide that ride. So I really encourage everyone to call the dispatch center, talk to them about what your ridership needs are. If we can't provide that ride with public bus, we might try to get you connected to the volunteer driver program. If you're like outside of Sherburne County area, we're going to try to connect you with the transit provider that's in that area. And then the other thing is we're also going to be documenting if, you know, if it's um, if it's a ride that we can't provide because we don't have that service area route. We're going to keep that information as we continue to plan throughout the year. So it's really important. A lot of the transits are still across the state actually across the nation are still trying to build their numbers back up from the pandemic era. Um, so, you know, when the pandemic happened, um, ridership of public buses decreased by 90, per, about 90%, I would oh my say. Because if you think about it, everybody was, everybody was staying home, right? Everybody, we had our stay in place order, and, you know, we are just really supposed to isolate as much as possible. Well, because of that, of course, ridership on the buses dramatically um, was reduced. And so a lot of the public transits are still trying to get back up to that pre-COVID ridership number. I am super proud to say that TriCap has surpassed our pre-pandemic numbers and we are busier than ever and so um people are getting back out they're riding our bus we're getting new riders every day and partly it's because of the marketing and the outreach and 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 what we're doing here today is just getting the word out that it's for everyone so i encourage call into our dispatch center ask the questions even if we can't provide the ride we're going to try to connect you um somehow to get some sort of transportation. 
So, so I know that the the transportation with the the buses, um, anyone can utilize that, and I believe that's the same with the tax assistance as well. But what about some of those other services? Who can access those? How do they access those? Those kind of things. Yeah, that's a great question. So all of our different programs at TriCap have di different income eligibility criteria because it's uh, different federal and state funding sources that fund them. So it varies. So the most important thing I would say is this. There are two ways to get connected, two primary ways to get connected to TriCap call our 1-800 number, which is 1-888-765-5597. We will connect you with our intake specialist. Her job is to listen to what your needs are and connect you to the services that you might qualify for, including TRICAPS programs as well as other community programs. Or go to our website, www.tricap.org. On our website, all of our programs are listed out, including income eligibility guidelines, any other eligibility components, as well as we have online applications, our phone number under the transportation tab. It'll show our public bus mapping um, for all five of the counties that TriCap operates public bus in, where we sell tokens, all of that great information that I talked about today. Excellent. Thank you for, for sharing that. And we will have all that information in the show notes as well. How can people get involved in your organization to advance your mission? You've mentioned so many different things, but what are the ways that people can reach out to you and, and get involved? Because there are so many different opportunities that might pique their interest. Yeah. There are a number of different opportunities to get involved at TriCap. Um, first is volunteerism. So like I talked about earlier, we are in desperate need of volunteers for the volunteer driver program, but we also need volunteers for our tax assistance program. Um, volunteers that would just want to be a greeter um, as people come in to get checked in. Um, we also need volunteer tax preparers. We train you in how to prepare taxes. Uh, we also need volunteers at our Wait Park office for um, office projects. Um, you know, folding of materials, um, you know, things of that nature. And so volunteering is one way that a person could get involved. And if that's something that they're interested in, they can give me a call at TriCap. And I would love to talk to them about that. Another way they can give is we accept donations. Donations are a critical component to our nonprofit because the monies that we receive from the federal and state government, they certainly doesn't pay for all of the expenses that we have. Plus, the more donations we get, the more in different services we can provide um, to people in need. And so um, that is another way people can give back. If you have that car that's sitting around and you're thinking about either buying a new one or you just have an extra one, donating your car is another way that you can give back to the community and get involved. 
And if you live in Sherburne County, our administrative office is in Waite Park, but we'll work with you to get that vehicle from your area in Sherburne County and get it over to our building in Waite Park. So there, those are just some of the ways people can give back. Do the cars have to, are there any specifications for the cars that are donated? There is not. Um, we take, we accept cars in all states of condition. In fact, there are some times where we take cars where the, the cost of the repair would simply be more than, you know, than it's worth to fix it. And so people will still donate those cars to us. And then what we do is we usually scrap them. We will okay. sell them to a scrap yard and then TriCap tri gets a little bit of money that helps pay for the administration of that program. So they don't have to be in good repair. We love to have ones that are in good repair, of course, uh, to get them, you know, to people in need. Um, but we'll take all sorts of vehicles. One question that we didn't ask yet is uh, how you got involved in what you do. I know you mentioned you went to St. Cloud State and got a degree, um, and I'm sure you had some ideas of what you might do with your career, but I'm wondering how you came into this, and, and what is it like for you? I mean, there's got to be some just wonderful success stories that uh, motivate you to do the hard work. Oh, Yeah. So, you know, I always knew that I wanted to help people. And, and, and that was instilled in me in a very young age by my parents. And so I went to school, like, like you had said, for social work. And when I graduated from college, I had never even heard of a community action agency before. Yeah. And so I was new out of college and I was looking for a job and I saw this, um, this ad for Heartland Community Action Agency in Wilmer. And it was actually for a position that worked with families receiving Head Start services, yeah. which is an early mm -hmm. childhood uh, and family program. And so I thought, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to learn more about this. And I applied and um, 13 years later <laughs> with Heartland, I just had gained so much experience. Um, there is nothing, there, nothing like the feeling that you receive when you are able to be a part of watching someone meet their goals. Yeah. Um, you know, there's been so many over the years where, you know, people who they've always had, the, you know, the dream of owning their own home. Um, that's one of the programs that I've been able to work in over the last 25 years is helping people buy their first home or the, you know, the emotions that I see from parents. I recently, um, I recently got an email from Sarah in Sherburne County who have two young adult sons with some special needs. Yeah. And she wrote to me to tell me about the impact that our public bus program has had in her family's life. Mm -hmm. So because of the public bus program and specifically with our new expansion route going from Elk River into Big Lake and Monticello, her two young adult sons have gained some independence yeah. because together they've been able to ride the bus 
and they have gone to visit their grandparents in a different city <sighs> without mom and dad. Yeah. Um, they're looking forward to now taking their first trip over to, I believe it is Otsego Target, um, to go pick up their medications. It's giving mm. them independence. Yes. And, you know, not only for those young adults, but for mom and dad to be able for mom and dad to have a break as well and to to know that their young sons are safe and they have meaning of life yes. and so it's it's experiences like that that keep me doing exactly what I'm doing yeah um it's so fun to go to county fairs or parades because you know the little kids will come up and they tell me who their favorite bus driver is or that. you know many people will yes yes and of course I have to tell them that everyone the driver is my favorite because they are because they're fantastic <laughs> But it's just so much fun um, because they, you know, they tell me how much they love riding our bus and we've got nice coloring sheets and cards from oh. kids that are plastered all over our doors at our transit offices. But then there's also, you know, that will tell me, I don't know what I do without TriCap. I had no heat in my house. I had small children. And, and you came in and you fixed my furnace or the elderly person that tells me or writes me a letter and says, because of the help you gave me, I didn't have to choose between paying for my medication mm. or, um, or having enough food. There are so many people in need. And a lot of times we don't even know it. It's your friends. It's your neighbors. Sometimes it's your elderly parents. And to be able to give back and, and help people meet their needs, it, there's just no job like it. And so yeah. that's what's kept me in that. And then you can't do that, of course, without rock star employees. <laughs> and TriCap, throughout the five counties that TriCap operates all of our different services in, we have over a hundred employees. There are superheroes. Wow. They are the ones that are coming in every day and um, really making a difference in people's lives. And the one thing that I feel to say is we are a nonprofit. And so I wouldn't be able to do what I do without my governing board. So TriCap has a board of directors that provides that overarching governance and um, they, they support and they guide me. And in Sherburne County, some of our board members are Commissioner Lisa Foby, um, Erica Hannon from Sherburne County um, uh, Veterans Services, Justin Grader, who is a social worker within Sherburne County, um, Pat Jones, who is a person that um, represents uh, senior citizens. Again, I can't do it without that board of directors as, as well. So it takes all of us. Yes. That's what keeps me going and, and loving what I do. Awesome. 
So I know you talked about a lot of your needs, um, but I wanted to circle back. Um, I know on our, our pre-interview um, worksheet that we have here, you said partner with um, businesses. How would you like to partner with businesses? Because people that are listening, a lot of them are business owners or CEOs or, or what kind of relationships are you looking to build? One way is allow for your employees, encourage your employees to volunteer because we need the volunteers. So I would love to be able to partner with businesses. Perhaps there's a large business where they want to, you know, collaborate where their employees have the opportunity to provide five hours of volunteer driver services a month to start. Just a thought, just so partnering to um, let your employees volunteer. Also partnering in terms of um, thinking about TRICAP in terms of um, fundraising, fund giving. Um, Again, the more fundraising we have, the more and different types of services we can provide. And then the last thing I would say is over this next year, TRICAP is committed to creating a collaborative of nonprofits and for-profits to have some type of a community campaign, of course, um, based on people who are um, experiencing poverty where there's an unmet need. We want to create and focus on some type of a community project to help those in need outside of the normal services that TRICAP provides. So if there's any businesses that are listening to this podcast today and you want to be involved, I would love to talk with you um, because that um, this next year. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, that kind of leads right into a question we were going to ask is just what does the future look like for TRICAP? Mm-hmm. Um, big hopes and dreams. And it sounds like you have one right there. Um, that you're looking to uh, fulfill, but uh, what does the future look like for TriCap? You know, so that's, you know, that's one of the challenging things in a nonprofit where you receive, whether it is private funding or any type of government funding, it's always in question because life happens. And so sometimes, for example, if, um, personal giving is down, an agency might not be able to offer the same amount of services because they just simply didn't have enough of the donations. Mm -hmm. The same rings true for our major programs that are funded through the federal and state government. Each year, I will go before our state policymakers, our federal policymakers. I'm going to advocate for the people that need our services. I'm going to educate our policymakers on the difference that those services make when they're making decisions about funding. And mm-hmm. so you just, you know, never know. Right now, our funding um, seems very constant and steady for the next two to three years, which is fantastic. Yep. Um, but you just don't know. Sometimes I say it's hills and valleys, but I can tell you that TriCap has been in business for 58 years, providing services to people in need. And I wish I could say that we wouldn't need a TriCap because what that would mean is if we didn't need TriCap, That means that there's no more poverty. 
and that there is no more people in need. But unfortunately, there's more people in need than there were 58 years ago. Poverty still exists. It looks different, but it remains. And whether it it's the young family or the individuals that just simply the, the, the money that they make just doesn't meet their basic needs. Sometimes two people can be working in the household, but by the time you pay for housing and childcare mm-hmm. and food and transportation, there just isn't enough money there and they need some help. Or it can be that senior who's on a very fixed income and there's no other you know, financial resources for them. They also need that help. So, you know, it's just a variety of different um, um, needs that people have at different times in their lives. And so that funding that we receive is critical to helping people meet their basic needs. So for now, it's looking good, um, but it's it's a constant challenge that we have that we have to watch. Yeah. Do you have big dreams for the future? You know, you said so that it's pretty stable, but are there things where you, you know, would love to see happen in the next 10 years? Yes, this is where I could get myself in trouble though, Kat, because <laughs> I'll go back to the office and the staff and the staff will be like, Lori, cool it, you know. I know how that dreams. goes. I'm yes, I'm the big you know, dreamer. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yes, you know, we have lots of big dreams, you know, specifically in Sherburne County, um, we want to continue to increase transportation services, because we're not, you know, we're not hitting the, the majority of the people that we could be with public transit. So I want to grow our public transit services in Sherburne County. I want us to outgrow where we're currently at. We have a wonderful partnership where we lease a Sherburne County. Um, it's their uh, their old public works building on Jackson Avenue. And I want to be say where we can't be there anymore. Sorry, Sherburne County, but because we need to build or we need a bigger transit because we have to get more buses because they're needed in Sherburne County. Um, I want to expand our tax assistance program right now. It's only limited hours and days that we're in Sherburne County. If we had enough volunteers, um, we'd be able to provide more, um, you know, big dreams. I want to see poverty reduced in Sherburne County um, through the efforts of TriCap and all of the other collaborative partners. Um, and then the last thing that I think is most important, I want to see TriCap have a more physical presence in Sherburne County. Um, that's one of the things we are underutilized and underused because our main administrative office is in Waite Park because mm-hmm. we serve such a big geographic area that I think sometimes that is um, a downfall for us because we don't have that main office where we are at every day. I don't have staff in Sherburne County every day. And so that is a that is a goal of mine is to broaden and increase our presence in the Sherburne County area. I better stop with those because I could go on, but my staff are probably going to be like, okay, 
what are we going to be doing tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, you. Cause my staff is always like that. Yeah. But how are we going to do that? I'm like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, I know a middle schooler who you might want to enlist. Cause she just uh, was before the Elk River council to say, uh, to read her, if she were mayor for a day essay. And she would build a homeless shelter and she would start an organization to kind of run that. And uh, so, yeah, there's uh, there's people out there definitely that would run with your dreams, too. So but uh, but, yeah, we do have we do have a question about just is there anything else we haven't talked about that you really wanted to make sure you did? I think we have covered a lot. Um, <laughs> again, I can't stress though, the biggest part of this. You could listen to this podcast three times and still question, now what does everything TriCap do? <laughs> because there's so much. <laughs> and so I really encourage anyone, whether it's for yourself, your friend, your neighbor, whoever, your coworker, your employee, reach out to us. We are here to help. Um, we will answer questions. We will help people get connected where they need to be. Even if it's you call us and you say, I don't know what I need. I just know that I need help. That's what we're here to do. We're here to connect people. That's where that community action comes into play. And on the other side of that, if you are a business in the community, or another nonprofit and you're listening today and you have an idea of how you want to give back or you want to partner with TriCap in some way, call us. I would love to be able to listen and see how we can make our community better. Because if we have one community member that's not doing well, we are not doing well as a community. And so it's all about helping people and changing their lives. Excellent. Lori, I am so excited that you came on today. I know we barely scratched the surface of all the things that TriCap does because I'm always amazed that there's one more thing that I'm like, TriCap does that too? It's crazy. <laughs> and also I'm sitting here thinking, we should talk about this. We should talk about this. Oh my God, we need to do all this stuff off air because like United Way and TriCap have so many things we can do together. But I am so excited for you to be here today. And um, we're going to collaborate so much more and I'm so excited. So um, from myself and I know Jim feels the same that we are, um, we feel very blessed to to know you and for you to come on here and all of the amazing things that, that you do. We want to thank you. Thank you. It has been a pleasure being able to share TriCap's story, my story today. And um, it's, I'm just looking forward to uh, the future uh, partnerships, more calls. I, I hope our phones ring off the hooks because yeah. um, that's what we want. Yeah. yeah, we have absolutely. a big 60 year anniversary coming up too. We will. Yes. In two years. I'm already starting to think about that a little bit. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny how time goes so fast. Cause I can remember our 50th yeah. Yeah. year anniversary, like it was tomorrow. <laughs> and at the time, um, 
Representative Nick Zerwas. Yeah. He was, of course, a, a legislator at that time. And he came. He's been such a strong supporter of TriCap. And he was one of our keynote um, speakers. And it's like, wow, that was almost 10 years ago already. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, thank you again, Jim and Lori. And till next time, neighbors, this is the Community United Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Community United Podcast, a production of the Sherburne County Area United Way. Please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. If you want to know more about who we are and how else we support our local nonprofits, visit our website and subscribe to our mailing list, sherburneunitedway.org. Bye for now, neighbors.